My mic sounds nice. Check one. Hi, hello, everyone. This is Tavia, and this is the Divas Den with Tavia podcast. How is everyone doing? This is real. This is real. Okay. Hi. Hey, Tyra. Hey. What's going on, (laughs) y'all? Look, we were having a little technical difficulty. I had to ask. So she's like, we on or not? Hey y'all, what's going on? It's your girl Tyra Walker, aka Tyra Walks on Instagram, you know. I wanted to have um just an open, honest, real conversation with my very, very good friend Tyra, my fab diva. I just want to have yeah. I, I wanted to have some girl talk. Right. Absolutely. So today our girl talk is gonna consist of probably a lot of stuff because you know how we do when we get together and we start talking but I want to focus on stepping out on faith Mm. and I wanted to talk about that one because Tyra has um she just recently what I mean listen when you're walking in your purpose the your whole purpose-driven life is a faith walk oh yeah um mm-hmm. but you have those moments where you really have to step out on faith mm-hmm. and both tyra and myself we've had those times where we literally is just like okay i'm gonna jump yeah and i'm just gonna believe and know that i know mm-hmm. that i know yeah. that god is gonna be right there yes to be there if i fall yeah mm-hmm. or pick me up and take me to new heights absolutely so that's what i really wanted to talk about i get the question so often since um you know i celebrated seven years in july of quitting my corporate job mm. and doing makeup full-time that's a testimony right there look look everybody not built for a nine to five everyone is not <laughs> built for a nine to five and, and everybody is not built for entrepreneurship Absolutely, either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you that's why it's so important to make sure that you have that connection with God. Absolutely. To know from him. which one. And nothing is wrong with either one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nothing is wrong with having both because right. I did that for some time as well. Mm-hmm. But I, the question that I get so often is, how did you know yeah. when it was time for you to quit your job? Mm-hmm. And like, what steps did you take? And in my head, it went so smooth. Yeah, yeah. But in real life. Oh, yeah. No. Nah. No. Mm-mm. I had to get through some hurdles. What? Some um holes. Dig through them. What? Come out. Overcome. Overcomer. It's a good movie, by the way. Go see it. Really? I haven't seen it yet. I saw it twice. Oh. And I cried twice. So it must be really good. It was good. It was good. I'm gonna have to go check. You know, that faith out. movies don't really get that much, you know, publicity. Um, but it was awesome. Which sucks because mm-hmm. like the war room was so good. Yeah, and the same people that made War Room and um Fireproof made this movie What's Overcomer. Fireproof? Oh, that one came before War Room is about a uh, marriage couple, they're going through their situations. I don't think I saw that it was either. really good. Now that one got a lot of publicity. But okay. um I have to look that up. Yeah. And then that one What's it called? The Shack? Oh, yes. Great movie. That movie was... That was well, I read the book okay. years before the movie came out. And 
I was like, I remember reading and I was like, they're going to turn this into a movie. And they did. And it that was awesome. movie was everything. Yes. That was a everything. dope movie. Mm-hmm. So, I and Tyra, I'm definitely, Tyra's going to talk about her most recent mm-hmm. step out on faith, trusting in God, yeah. and then making the a decision. Huge trust in huge God. trust in God. <laughs> and then, yeah. of course, you know, um, if you've listened to us, Tyra's on before. Yeah. We talked about her book. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Bouncing Back to Me, Overcoming Jealousy, Depression, and so much more. It's available on Amazon. It's only $10. So, yeah, go get that. Support your girl. And it was a great read. Thank you. And yeah, I'm not and just saying that because she's my friend. Like, it honestly was a good thank story. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it just shares a little bit about my testimony, overcoming a toxic relationship, depression, and that the spirit of comparison and things like that where you know i lost my identity for a while and uh but i'm back now and god (laughs) bounced me right on back and now i'm on fire for christ like never before um speaking to other young women well not just young women but men as well mature women you know i've i've gotten the opportunity to speak to women like over their 50s who still struggle with toxic relationships um and just choosing the wrong man you know Mm -hmm. just wanting just to say they have a man you know how sometimes how we get we just want to have that significant other and then you know we just do whatever we can you know to keep that person but god didn't ordain that relationship and so i think that's just that's just i believe it's been my my one of my purpose in life you know from genesis 50 21 19 and 20 when you know Joseph is talking to his brothers and he said, you know, you intended to harm me, but God used this for the saving of many lives. And so now I know, you know, back then, yeah, it sucked going through it. You know, I look back over my life. I'm like, dang, like if I was just smarter and made more wise decisions and I, you know, probably would have been far wrong. But. It's a reason for everything. And I'm so thankful for this testimony that I can share with other people because now I can help save other women. You know, God can use me as a vessel to speak life into women and, you know, men about toxic relationships. And um, I'm just so thankful for that. So I had to write that in a book, honey. Yes. Yeah. And that's a, to be perfectly honest, that's like a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother, yeah. Yeah. Are the people ready for it? And get into. (laughs) But I think we need to have those conversations. We were talking Mm -hmm. before we started recording. So often people just want to like not discuss yeah what's going they want to sleep on. in another rug right and it's like no that's where healing can take place right i'm transparent you can ask me anything and i will answer it because growing up i didn't really see that transparency so i felt like i had to cover up a lot of things well that's in our culture you know? yeah as a whole like our culture is definitely we don't talk about it you know mm-hmm. what goes on in my house stay on in my yeah. stay in my house don't yeah. talk you know and what I do appreciate about my generation and your Mm -hmm. generation is we are having those honest conversations. We are even forcing our parents (laughs) to have those honest conversations. (laughs) It might be hard. It might be But we are, but it, like you said, it's Mm -hmm. worth it to stop those generational curses and to stop those cycles and break Mm -hmm. them. Um, so that the future generations, such as like my daughter, they, because they're already going, they are going to have their own, issues and things that they have to deal with why not address yeah (laughs) the things that we don't address Mm -hmm. so that they will not have to deal with that absolutely because they already got enough to deal with Mm -hmm. i mean we all in each generation is something Mm -hmm. so um so yeah but let's get back on Mm -hmm. this stepping out on faith absolutely so 
as I stated in my previous like first episode my one of my major stepping out on faith moments was quitting my job Mm -hmm. and when I made that decision it was during I'll say this everything that led up to me making that decision now when I look back over it kind of what you stated I understand why it was necessary so before you make that huge step out on faith moment um, God really puts you in this space. Sometimes it might be a space where it's just you and him. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't understand why certain things is going on going on around you, why you may be losing friendships, yeah. um, relationships, your thoughts start to change. Um, I know for me, I start to, to desire more, like more knowledge. I've always been a seeker of knowledge, but just more knowledge and to be perfect perfectly honest and I don't think I've really shared much of that but I have a really really huge problem with religion Mm -hmm. um because I feel like religion when it's not used correctly Mm -hmm. is just rules Mm -hmm. and you know things that they try to force upon people to make them have it's not even a relationship with God that is the focus. It's really just following these rules. A set of rules, yeah. And like crazy rules like no makeup. Right. No pants. You know, no shade, you know, no disrespect to people who No disrespect. Have, you know, who go to those churches who are like that, but that's a big thing I had to learn. The difference between religion, religion and, and relationship. And yeah, rea- and relationship yeah. because <clears throat> yeah <laughs> we have to unlearn some stuff i'm like some, relearn some thing. stuff and it's like okay is that biblical that's my question now is it biblical is it in the good book right now okay uh okay, okay. <laughs> you know and yeah. i had to so during that time you know and i don't have to go into great detail but of right. course dealing with my mom and her sickness and then i literally quit my job when my mom uh, got her kidney mm. like and to me it was like a twofold of faith mm-hmm. because yeah. you know we were standing in faith for what about eight years for mom to get a kidney and then it was mm-hmm. like boom she got a kidney all right I had to take on to take care of her and the way things unfolded it was like okay God was like it's time okay. but before mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um I had actually I was sick so one of the things is stress will for different people take on different things mm-hmm. but stress will kill mm-hmm. i don't like stress I, I i know for a fact is one of the deadliest things for a human being Absolutely. and most of my stress came from wanting to always be in control and God kind of put me in a position where it was like, okay, I'm going to show you who's in control. Right. So I, I I myself became sick. And I don't really talk about it to a lot mm-hmm. of people. I think it was something that just happened. And I dealt with it at the time. And then it's like, to me, it's like a little blurb in my life. Mm-hmm. But um, I was working nine to five and I had different moments where I would get sick because I was so stressed out. Mm-hmm. And now when I look back on it, it was because it was it was coming to an end of that chapter of my life working in corporate America, but being a single parent, um, taking care of my mom, being uh, to a degree, the kind of breadwinner or whatever in the family, it's like, okay, God, I know you're telling me that I'm going to have to 
step out. My season here is up, but who's going to take care of me and my child? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How does that work? Mm-hmm. And for me, how it manifested was I became very sick. Ultimately found out I had a hole in my heart and I had to have a surgical procedure to get it closed. Mm. Well, during that time frame of, you know, I was out on short, short term disability and some, I don't know how it is now. Some people in corporate America, your short term disability will kick in quick. For me, it did not. Mm -hmm. So I probably was like maybe about six weeks and I was not getting paid Um, home recovering but I wasn't getting paid but in that time frame I literally was doing makeup Mm. and I was able to sustain myself fully off of makeup wow so your gift will make room for you because that's a part of okay I'm not gonna go ahead no go ahead go ahead Uh -uh. no 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 step in at any moment but that's how (laughs) you know looking back on it it's like that's exactly what happened gift will make room for you and and I'm like okay so I just was able to sustain, like pay all my bills and have money wow. in these six weeks solely on makeup in Jacksonville, Florida, where, you know, we're not a big hub right. as far as, mm-hmm. you know, at the time it was stuff going on and but not like a New York like or Atlanta, Atlanta Miami, Miami right. where, you mm-hmm. know, it's stuff always going on is movie sets and things of that nature. So I was able to do that in Jack. Well, I'm sorry. God was able to show me that in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. So when the time came and, you know, my job would not grant me, it was so weird. They just would not, my supervisor told me, okay, I know they knew the situation with my mom. Go be home. You're her caregiver. Take care of her. But it was like they never would release me or give me approval. So every day I was calling into work. Mm. And then finally I sat down at my desk and I was just like, I can't do this. Like calling into work. Like it's God told me that it was time. But I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell my dad. I didn't tell my friends. They knew that this was evident. Like it was going to come at some point. But I never told anyone. It was just me and God. And that's the other thing that I learned when it comes to stepping out on faith. You cannot tell everyone. Oh, you better not. Right. People will try to get in your ear, try to tell you to do something that God didn't say. And you're like, and it gets frustrating. It gets frustrating. You start doubting Mm -hmm. yourself. Um, Did I really hear from God? Right. You know, second guessing yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um. So, yeah, I yeah, if it's you're one of the people I tell, but as far as friends, but like if you're not like my mom, my dad and my sister and my family, like I'm not, I'm not telling and you, even you know, some family <laughs> to be perfectly yeah. honest. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. I don't think my dad knew that I had even quit my job. Like, yeah. I think it was maybe like a year or two or whatever. And oh, it was wow, yeah. and nothing against him. But you just have to be and, careful. And not even that. Sometimes. The things that people say, like I say all the time jokingly, mm-hmm. but it's really true. Some people just be letting the devil use them. Mm-hmm. And some people don't even know. They don't realize. They don't realize <laughs> that it. they're playing a part in that. They don't realize so, it. So, yeah. And for sure. so sometimes they'll say things they think they mean well, mm-hmm. 
their intentions are pure, but because they've never stepped, stepped out, out or done you know, anything on the wild side, right. they they looking at you like, you know, crazy. You're but crazy. I've always been like, I go to the beat of my own drum. Me too. I've always been that way in my family. So, yeah, you know, I think by now, if they I should. decide to do something crazy, it doesn't shock them yeah. completely. But at first, it, yeah. Yeah. You trying to move where? Yeah. Tampa? No, you're not doing that. Yes, right. I am. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing with me, like, and my mom, she's my biggest supporter, like hands down. But I know, like, I had to convince her. Well, I, I had to convince her and God had to lay certain things on her heart <laughs> because the only thing that she knew being a single parent as well, she already knew how difficult it was. And, you know, she, every, I feel like we all have our own set of gifts, you know, that we all have. But for me, it was makeup artistry. That was the gift, not knowing that that was going to be my form of ministry. But still, how many makeup artists do you see making it at the time right. in Jacksonville? You know what I'm saying? That was not that wasn't a norm for so many people. So it's not like, I, again, I started when it was my space. <laughs> so it's not oh, like wow. we have now, you right. know, social media, Instagram, Twitter. No. So I was like, trying getting off the muscle and they did they saw it because they saw the fruits of my labor but that wasn't norm to them so it was very different even some of my friends and even my my ex at the time he was just like no you should not quit your job that is so stupid like so many people did not understand and what I had to realize for myself is you won't have to explain yourself if you stop telling people absolutely if God told you to do something Mm -hmm. then as long as God told you to do it first of all you have to believe enough to know that he's already made all all of the provisions are already there Mm -hmm. he will sustain everything that he said so stop explaining yourself and you can stop explaining yourself by shutting your mouth (laughs) so now I take that so seriously Mm -hmm. now so now people joke at me because I don't say anything and I just drop stuff yeah I just do stuff the great Beyonce taught me that (laughs) okay yeah just drop it just drop it you know I did that with the book like I told you know some people um you know I had author friends so I would like get their advice of course they knew um you knew um you know my a little bit of my family knew, but I just dropped it. Mm-hmm. I had some promo pictures leading up to it. Um, people was like, what are you getting ready to drop? Some people thought I was about to announce I was pregnant. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> negative. But um, so when I dropped the book, it was just like, oh, she dropped. Yeah, mm-hmm. I dropped the book. And that way, too, what I learned is you you and God can work out the kinks Mm -hmm. you and God can really because you're going to be stretched whenever you're like about to you're doing something that God you're about to be stretched like no other and I never understood those times of solitude before now I welcome them because now I'm like okay when God is like no I need you here I'm like okay I'm gonna be here sometimes people still don't understand but it's okay because then when they see the fruit of the sacrifice and the hard work and all of that stuff then then they understand yeah um but being intentional about who you confide in when you are on that faith walk are you about you are about to like really step out on faith 
has really been key for me. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, I only tell certain people. Yeah. And the people that I tell, I'm strategic about it because it's the people that I know are going to pray with me. I was going to say that. I was going to say, even when it, it don't even have to be a faith move, even if I'm just going through it mm-hmm. and I need prayer, it's, if I know you don't really have a prayer life, I'm I'm not going to tell you to pray for me. That part. That, and and so, no shade to yeah. people who do this, but I'm going to tell you, I hate to see somebody on social media like, pray for me. You don't even know. People got spirits that I listen that may not always be a godly spirit. And I don't need you to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and I and listen I don't think that I'm bad I don't think I just know for me like I I need people that I know can reach God <laughs> yeah I need people who and so when I'm like you say even just going through it mm-hmm. like I am very strategic and I only ask certain people because it's like okay I know that you're going to pray mm-hmm. for me and with me. I know that you're going to stand in the gap for me. You're going to intercede for me. You're going to be like, okay, let's fast together. Or, you you know, you're going to be encouraging and supporting. And then you're also, you're not going to uphold me when you know I'm wrong. Right. Like, you know, you're going to be like, okay, nah, sis. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be believing God for this, but you over here doing this. Right, you right. know, mm-hmm. or less, you know. And so that's why... I I do, and it is what it is. I stand in that. I despise when people are like on social media, pray for me. Like you don't even know what you're truly asking for. You don't, you know. And when you are on this faith journey, yeah, (laughs) listen, yeah. And I also have a pet peeve too. Like this has nothing to even do with it. But like when someone says like on social media, y'all pray for me that I get this job. And then like a month later, you got the job, but you complaining about the job. And that aggravates me. And that was a side note. I don't know where that came from, but I just, somebody needed to know that, I guess, because that is a pet peeve of mine. But you know, that also, (laughs) honestly, that kind of goes in what we're saying, because even having a faith, listen, I had to, God had to make sure I was ready for the highs, the lows, mm-hmm. the peaks, the valleys yeah. of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Because it's not easy, I can imagine. It is not. Yeah. And there are moments when it's like, it's a little dry out there, you know, or it just, it's seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm so blessed and so thankful that I feel as though I'm, I'm at the stage where it's like, it's, stability like it's stable and abundance and overflow but even learning how to pray for those things but learning how to be content Mm -hmm. whether you have a lot lot of clients or whether you have none Mm -hmm. and knowing that even that you know when you're asking people to pray for you when it comes to certain things being able to weather those those storms those storms or whatever and being able to push through. So that was one of my major stepping out on faith moments was quitting my job. Um, When I look at, again, I'm seven years in. Um, The completion number. Look. Oh. Say that again. I felt that for somebody. Say that again. Completion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I felt that thing. Seven. And, and so for me. And our, oh, our, I just got a revelation. We'll talk about it. Oh, um, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, revelation. <laughs> but I, so when I look back on that, now, like I have so much confidence when it comes to 
anything else that God tells me to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I still, because I'm human. Mm. So one of the things that I do and I've been learning to do is to ask God to help me even in my um, unbelief. Yes. So yes. the times where it's like. Lord help my unbelief. I know. That's scripture. Yeah. Like I know. Like, okay, God, I know you said this. Yeah. But I'm feeling a little. Like, feeling a little. Mm, but you're human. I'm, I don't that know. happens, you know. And so, so just in this faith walk, just learning how to pray, what to pray, when to be silent, you know, not tell people everything that's going on. That and just I'm as I've gotten, I guess, older, my spirit has just been so like I can connect with a person's spirit easily. So if I'm ever if I'm the type of person, if I don't like you, it's either because you did something to me or our spirits just don't connect. That's the real thing. And it's okay. Yeah. I don't hate you. My spirit and and. I'm a spiritual person, so I have to go with where my spirit is going. <laughs> and then my spirit That's is like, uh-uh. yeah. I, you know, the discernment that I pray for and I ask for constantly, I have to be mindful of that because I'm not going to pray for something. And then when God give it to me, I'm not using it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. So that faith walk thing is it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It actually my you. blog is called the Faith Walk. Yeah, that's why I named it that for a reason. Yeah. because it's not it's it's not going to be peaches and rainbows every single day. It's not. It's a journey that we're all taking together. You know, if you want to go on that journey of knowing more about Christ, it is. I think it's a misconception that you know, as soon as you get saved, your troubles go away, mm-hmm. and that is far from the truth Mm -hmm. god just helps you prepare for those troubles and like how to respond to those you know and depend and lean on him for comfort so that's one of the main reasons why i named it the faith walk because it is a journey that it truly is ongoing you're never going to get it right you know going to learn something every day every single day i learn something new about myself i learn something new um just about life uh faith Mm -hmm. and my spirit spirituality mm-hmm. each and every single day yeah. and every day um every day is not always a challenge either so I celebrate the times where things are going great um and I mean like the song that says I have some good days <laughs> I had some <laughs> we was laughing good about days. this song let me tell you that song will not be playing at my funeral no I don't even know why I'm a walking like shuffle music i just sing random songs she like does times at the she day. really does and i just was like i have some good days it's just a mood she you know? but she does because we've been working out <laughs> lately and we would be in the gym and she would just like randomly start singing so random and i'm like hmm, oh okay <laughs> i do whatever in my spirit <laughs> for those 10 seconds and then i switch cool okay mm-hmm. um so recently um you because you're back i'm back duval what's good <laughs> what's good <laughs> what's popping baby um she's yeah, back from back. tampa yeah because last time we recorded for the podcast i was you still raving tampa. about tampa and yeah. how amazing it is <laughs> and now she now she back and duval back <laughs> That's a testimony to that. We thank God to be back, though. Yeah. We thank God. Because sometimes um, God has to bring you back. Mm-hmm. Um, for an assignment. For an assignment. Yeah. 
And so talk to us about yeah, being back transition. and your faith. Uh, you're stepping out on faith because you're stepping out on faith was my stepping, fa- stepping out on faith was I wanted to, like mm-hmm. I wanted to right. um, quit my job mm-hmm. and full-time entrepreneurship. Like that's what I wanted to do. So I was in agreement. Mm-hmm. I may not have been in agreement how some of that stuff played out because I was sitting back like, God, like you ain't even tell the kid that it was going down like that. Like you could have warned yeah. me. Um, but I was in agreement. Now yeah. you're stepping Mine out is on a faith. whole opposite. Tyra was not in agreement. Tyra didn't sign Look, up for this. You are about that life. I was not. I said, oh. So what had happened? Friend? And that's and then it's so beautiful because everyone has a different story about what stepping out on faith is. Like my testimony is not oh quit your job like that's right. not that's your testimony but it's so beautiful because we all have different stories and how yes. God works it out and it's just so exciting I can't contain myself and that's why it's so important uh that we can be very transparent mm-hmm. because whereas there are the people that are assigned to me that mm-hmm. hear my story and yeah. inspired and you know but there are people that are assigned to you that need to yeah. hear y- your story because they're like God told me to do something and I'm like God <laughs> yeah I don't want to like, do that sure I don't want to do that yeah like you pouting in the calls, corner sometimes he calls us to do something we do not want to do i don't want to do it mm-hmm. what you didn't want to do okay so i didn't want to move back to jacksonville <laughs> but i'm back now um but no so just to kind of rewind a little bit so i moved to tampa i went to school university of south florida go bulls and i love tampa i graduated in 2017 december 2017 and um, my plan was to, you know, stay there, you know, build my career. And I did stay there for two additional, a year and a half. Um, was working, had two jobs, two part-time jobs. I was working for the New York Yankees for their spring training baseball uh, kind of month that was there. And then their minor league team, the Tampa Tarpons. And I was a host for the games, in-game host and also on the side I was working at Macy's so just really trying to just hustle my way uh got a degree in mass communications as you know broadcast news I love everything about media production news I'm more of the host type of vibe like an entertainment tonight type of thing but can definitely do hard news as well if I was you know had to do that so Tampa is number eight in the news market. So it's a little bit more challenging to land a news job there versus, you know, say Jacksonville, who's like number 47 in the market. Dang. Oh, mm. sorry. But this is Continue. out of 100. So no, not I mean, bad. Not you bad. Know? <laughs> 47 is not Facts. bad. 45 to 47. I forget which one. But I was um, just, you know, I was just being a little petty. God no. not through with me yet. Amen. Go ahead. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, it was a struggle. You know, I went to school with people who had already landed jobs right out of college before they even graduated. You know, so by the time they walk across the stage, the next week they're like flying to their new city to do the news. And so here I was just kind of like, you know, it's 2018, you know, and I'm still working two jobs. Still very thankful for the hosting job for the the baseball team but you know just wanting more desiring to have more um just applying every single day to different news stations across the country to whether it's a big station like somewhere in Miami or a very small station in like Idaho like just applying where anyone could just 
recognize me and sending my reel out and i latavia was just getting no after no after no after no it was to the point where i was like i didn't want to check my email no more because i I knew i was going to get a rejection and i felt so bad as a friend (laughs) being and i just wanted to be there like to encourage you and stuff like that but sometimes you don't know what to say Yeah, yeah you know and especially if you're not familiar like you know news you know you're in makeup so like right. I, can, I can't give you really advice on makeup right. so you know vice right. versa so i don't know but it you was, was there difficult. no girl you was there look every time i call her she opened she answered that phone <laughs> and for that i'm forever i'm forever grateful um and so you know that was you know 2018 and now we're in 2019 still the same and you know my in that time my parents were like you can know you can come back home well I had my dad was telling me to keep going in Tampa keep pushing forward but my mom was like you need to come home save money but I know she just wanted me home too mm-hmm. so I was like no God ain't tell me that God ain't tell me that um, but in reality I wasn't praying about it yeah so I just kept saying God didn't tell me that. But, but you was real adamant about God not telling you that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, You're no, like, God didn't tell me to come home. Was sorry. Come back home, but I, I, that's not what God said. Yeah, yeah I ain't what God mm-hmm. said. But now that I think about it, I really didn't pray on it. Yeah. I really didn't. I was just assuming that's what like, uh-huh. God didn't want that for and, me because he didn't want me to go backwards. In my mind, I'm right. like, he don't want me to go backwards. And God probably told your mama that. That's why your mom <laughs> told you. But because yeah. sometimes we are so closed minded to mm-hmm. who is delivering the message yeah, yeah. that sometimes we won't even receive it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, no, ma, God didn't tell me that. You <laughs> God just want told me you that. And if yeah, God told you that, God could tell, tell me. me too. Yeah. So here we are, 2018. Now we're in 2019. I've set my vision board. I'm like, I'm going to get a job. Okay. Well, no one say. So, but then, you know, we kind of, the months kind of add up. I'm like, oh, okay. We're, we're in May now. Job, where you at, player? Right. <laughs> I don't know what this thing I have. Like, if it don't happen between, like, January and March, it just must not going to happen in the new year. And that's just, I don't know if that's just how we are in society. Like, those new year resolutions. Like, oh if it ain't God. happen in, yes. like, two months, then it's not going to happen. And we forgot that it's a so whole 12 months yeah. in a whole year. Yeah. And then we put so many limitations on God. Mm-hmm. It's like we put God in a box. box. Yes. And not even realizing that. Um, sir, ma'am, you probably weren't even prepared. So yeah. if it would have came to you in January, yeah, January, then. February, or March, would you have been able to sustain? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's a no. It's for me. a nah. You know, yeah, I can't speak for everybody else, but me, you know. Um, so, so now we're like, um, June or July. I want to say maybe like July. Um, and I finally got a yes from a news station. And West Virginia, where it's not a lot of black people. <laughs> I remember you calling and we was on the phone and we like you're on the phone and I'm on the phone Googling. We're like, Googling. So yeah, how we're far like, is West yeah. Virginia? Was like, well, that particular city in yeah. West Virginia. And I remember it was like in between. I know it was like closer to was it Philadelphia? Um, yeah, or about Pittsburgh. Some, about it was closer two to, hours away from yeah, there. Pennsylvania. And then it was first one in. I can't even. I and forgot, and it was it was kind of in the wherever whole that DMV city, area, it, wherever the city is for West Virginia College. It was like thirty minutes away from there, right? And I was, but it like, was okay. Uh, so I'm just we, uh, yeah, we population was like less and than we, a, we listen. I'm gonna just be honest. It was we googling like how many people that look like us. Yeah, and it wasn't the new station itself only had like one black person. Yeah, as like the lead anchor, and um, 
population was like under 5,000. Yeah. It was very small. It was a small town. And but I, we like, okay, we Yeah, we was God. like, yeah, we're going to believe in God. Like, you know, I got, I went through the first interview that was via Skype and it was very, very cool. I was like, okay, yes, they like me. They really like me, you know? <laughs> and then I had the second interview and I'm like, okay, I'm looking up stuff. And, you know, there was the pay. I was like, oh gosh. And the contract was two years. And I was like, oh, okay. So they sent me a offer letter and I had the weekend to think about it, whether I would accept it or not. So I said, okay. So at this moment, going back to when we were talking about, you know, you can't receive advice from everybody. You Mm -hmm. can't have a lot of people in your ear, especially when we have a, like a big decision Mm -hmm. to make. And so I was like, okay, this is going to change like my whole life if I do go to West Virginia by myself to a city where I absolutely know it's not like you know moving to Miami okay it's still Florida you know I can still easily get to Jacksonville right if I had an emergency but a whole West Virginia state I don't know nothing about it it's not that many black people the black people I looked up was about 500 yeah we looked that up we I mean we We researched and we was like oh this is it will be a complete culture shock looking yeah. at the apartments i was just like i, I don't mm. so in that moment i said okay i have the weekend to think about it so i decided i said i need to fast and i need to pray anytime i have a huge decision to make i have i have to fast so i took that whole weekend i called out of work and i locked myself in my room for the whole weekend i told my parents don't call me and no, just you know, I didn't say it in a disrespectful yeah. manner, but I said, "Don't call me to try to influence me or whatever." Mm-hmm. Like, what you gonna do? Like, just like trying to ask. I'm like, "Don't call me." I told my family, "Don't call me." Uh, it's just gonna be me and God this weekend. I only went out my room to like warm up food, mm-hmm. and I stayed inside the rest of the. I, so in that fasting process, um, I didn't I didn't watch TV unless it was like faith based or like a sermon or anything. Um, I wasn't on social media. I took off my social media. I didn't answer my phone. I was praying all day, <laughs> uh, reading my word. Um, I would like fall asleep, you know, because you know I kind of did kind of get bored a little mm-hmm. bit, like just being real. But um, and I just I I listened and prayed to God. So I'm like God. So and I'm originally when I'm fat when I was fasting for this, I was like just hearing for like a confirmation whether to go or not and in that fasting weekend god said go back to jacksonville and i said lord that was not the option yeah like that wasn't a part of the (laughs) that wasn't a A or b that wasn't a or b so it was literally like whether i stay in tampa or go to west virginia that was it that was (laughs) it was just a or b and jacksonville was not a or b that wasn't jacksonville was like z Mm -hmm. meaning it was Beyonce, even, like not even on the alphabet list. Yeah. No. God was like, <laughs> it was, yeah. No. And so I prayed again. <laughs> because I like, listen, maybe I didn't hear you right. We, and I know. <laughs> I'm so, I'm happy that we're able to be honest and laugh about it now, but I wasn't because laughing people at People don't want to be honest about that. Yeah. God will tell you to do something and you'd be like, <laughs> all right. So. I'm going to pray again. And okay, this time, I'm going to pray again. And this time, God, I need you to say this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've done it. <laughs> just being real. <laughs> just being honest. Yeah. Um. So I 
prayed again <laughs> and guys like go to jacksonville <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> i'll be feeling like because i've talked it talked about this before i believe but the relationship that i have <laughs> with god is like god is my homeboy mm-hmm. right our home girl whatever <laughs> um and i do you know i speak to the god that's within me as well but i have like a really really dope relationship with god so i know sometimes god be like girl what did i tell you yeah and so some of the confirmations be like blatant yeah yeah because i'm in this space right now and some of the confirmations that god be sending me i start laughing yeah because i'm like god you right yeah you did tell me yeah he told me and so then I got off the fast. So my whole family went in on my decision. What you going to do? I called my dad. I said, Dad, God's telling me to come home, and I don't understand why, but I'm just, I'm going to reject it. <laughs> you going to reject God telling you to come home? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I'm going to reject the offer, offer letter. Okay, my bad, okay, okay. y'all. No, we don't reject the Lord. Look, because I was like. <laughs> I'm going to reject the offer letter to go to West Virginia. And he just let out this big sigh. Like, <laughs> Oh, you know, I God told me that too, but I was just praying he was gonna tell you during your fast. And I was like, Well, he did. But you know what? That's a great thing mm-hmm. that your dad had the insight because sometimes our parents or just people that are close to us, they will project what they want on us so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. And just, you know, I feel like that was great that he had the insight to take how he felt away yeah and just be like god like talk to her please look, right like oh, she not gonna hear me so you tell her okay look like yeah t you know i god told me the same thing too but i was just gonna wait till you said something about it and i was like well i appreciate that you know because i told y'all not to call me yeah. y'all respected that so and then i called my mom and she was like Yes, you know, I you know, I felt that West Virginia wasn't <laughs> the place for you, but I wanted the Lord to speak to you. And so I appreciate them doing that. Um so yeah, so things just kinda I send the rejection, you know, to the people I said I would not be coming. They never responded back. That's okay. Um, so things just kinda started moving from there. Um I was I had already renewed my lease. So I was like, Okay, that's the first thing I need someone to you know, sublease my apartment, my room. Um, and so put out different things. No one was responding. Um, so God just worked that out where a friend of mine was looking to sublease and um it worked out that she knew my roommates. So it was just it was perfect. Um got a new car. Thank God for that. So I was I sold the old one. So things was just really working out. I was like and I've always told people that if God is in this, everything will run smoothly. Like not like things will begin to work out for you where right. things might have been complicated before right. to do it will you know suddenly like work itself out so the transition to like prepare to move back to jacksonville was right. a smooth process when you're obedient like right. and when, when you obedient. say yes yeah when you say yes to god's will for your life yeah. then when you look back on not when you in it you're like yeah. oh you know you, right because you want things to happen in the manner in which you think that they should happen. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, putting God in a box. In a box, right. But when you say yes mm-hmm. to his will and yes. to his plan and you decide to be obedient, when, like you said, things start happening. Yeah. And you be like, 
wait, when I tried to do that like six months ago, it didn't work. It didn't work. Right. But that's because you were trying to do it six months ago based upon your plan and mm-hmm. your will. But mm-hmm. you told God, yes. Yeah. So once, and, and I don't think a lot of people understand that God is just looking for a yes with no, like not a yes, but God do it my way. No, mm-hmm. a yes to his will. Yeah. And as soon as you say yes to his will, doors start opening, people's hearts start changing mm-hmm. towards you. Um, God will put certain things on people's hearts to do for you in his name. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I was scared too because I was like, I finally got a yes after so many no's mm-hmm. from the different news stations. But to just rewind a little bit, even I, a part of me in my heart was like, dang, like if I was to do this like hard news, like I would literally would just be doing it because it looks good. Mm-hmm. Because like I said in before, entertainment news and sports news is more of my thing. That's right. more of my niche. I'm more comfortable with it. I can flow easy, easier than if I was doing hard news. And so I was like, it's still not the job. It's still not the career that and I've been looking for. And that's stepping out on faith too, being willing to say no yeah. to a yes yeah, in order to wait for mm-hmm. the ultimate the, yes. The so let's talk about yes. the ultimate yes. Yes. So, okay, back in Jacksonville and things was like, I, I was a hard, you know, it was hard for me to adjust. I was like, I ain't with this. I was like, I need to go back to Tim. I was like, I'm back <laughs> in my bags. I'm going back. Um, And it wasn't until... Um, Pastor Mike Todd, his crazy faith series, I started watching that and it was life changing for me. The whole idea of what faith is and what faith is not and just really surrendering everything. Um, I look back and I'm like, I... I look back maybe like a year or two ago. I'm like, yeah, I preached faith, but I really didn't have it. You really as wasn't much. walking it. Yeah, and we sing these songs like literally before the decision to come back. God told me to come back, Jasmine. Um, me and my friends had a Bible study group, and well, we still actually do it on Facetime now. But we, ha- you know, we were meeting up in person in Tampa, and it was one night God just put the song "Yes" by Shekinah Glory in my spirit and I played that song and like when I say we didn't even have Bible study we was just worshiping and praising God that night and I'm like we sing these songs but when it's time to say yes do we really that now that do we really when we when he puts us to the test that's do we word. really say yes because so are we often, just singing these songs listen even down to posting on social media yeah all of these great you know inspirational posts and all yeah. of this stuff but, but are we it's like living by are we it, really doing what we're reading yeah are we really walking what we talking yeah and that's the biggest thing and that's i think what sometimes bothers me (laughs) and i try not to because i'm a big thing when you when you learn teach so i get excited about when i learn about different things about god and different er you know like different areas are um things are changing in my thought process or whatever are about life period and I get excited about it but everybody else is not open to that Mm -hmm. right and everybody's journey is different but I get so upset when I see people talking about this that and the third but in real life they're not really living yeah like you're not really straight up imposters (laughs) and social media makes anybody Mm -hmm. feel or think like they literally can post anything and you really will believe it yeah and then when you find out and I'm a big listen I'm just going to, this little side note, because I used to have to tell this to my ex all the time. Mm. Whatever God wants me to know, 
he gets it to he gets the information to me. Oh yeah. And not even by yeah. like me searching, investigating or any no, it's never like that. But I it's so often, um and and I used to think that I was just being cynical about certain people, but I, what I realized is that um my spirit and my discernment. So I would see people talking about, oh, they're doing this or they're doing that, but they really not living that life for mm-hmm. real. Like they are really, really not about that life. Yeah. So it goes back to okay, we can talk about having faith, mm-hmm. but do we really, Are we really have living faith? it? Yeah, God taught me that. He was like, through that series, he's like, yeah, your faith can get better. I'm like, you're right, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. So just um in the process of you know, I was okay. Well, now I got to do you know some job searching, still doing sending out my reel and resume to different stations. Um, but in the meantime, during that waiting series, so this is important. What are you doing during the wait? You know, are you just laying on the couch mm-hmm. hoping that something is going to land um so for me i was like, okay i'm going to start taking initiative and start being productive mm-hmm. with my time mm-hmm. um and for the first two weeks i literally was just waking up i was going to bed super late waking up at like 12 p.m wasting my day away and it wasn't until my sister was like hey can you like take my t- take the boys to school her kids to school I'm like, yeah, I ain't got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So I did that. So it caused me to like wake up around 6.30 a.m. And then uh, Latavia was like, oh, we should work out. So I'm like, okay, so now we're working out. And so after working out, instead of going to sleep, you know, I'm like, okay. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I still try to put a 30-minute nap in there. Some Listen, way, we, need we need naps. naps Whoever okay? thought that it was okay to take naps out of the day. Yeah, we need it. And as an entrepreneur, you I'm need just, it's some days don't, where I take me a little nap. Yeah, don't. And not and me maybe not every day, but when your body says, I listen to I my need, body. Yeah, whoever mm-hmm. came up with this thing where um, successful people don't sleep, they lying. They they lying. They like you lying. don't it the listen to your body. Look, I was in a hospital one time in in Tampa one semester for overdoing it, and so that day I told myself if I need a nap, I'm going to take a nap. Stress. I'm going to take a nap again. Like I said, stress the stress. deadliest thing. Stress, and, and yeah. that's the thing too. And I get it, especially being an entrepreneur or whatever you're doing when you have a goal, you like work, work, work. Yeah, yeah. You know, cute Rihanna. Yeah. You know, we work, work, work. I even you know never not working. Yeah, Look, never not working. We uh, I can sleep when I'm dead. All yeah. of those things it's that cute. perpetuate the not taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. but it's like if i'm i know me if i'm sleepy or if i'm hungry you are not going to get the best version of Mm -hmm. latavia so i'm going to nap look what so sometimes after me and tavia left the gym i took a 30 minute nap but i got back to it and so i just started doing more for my blog and my youtube channel and it had been so long since i did a youtube video so i was like okay i have nothing but time now so let's get these videos out um just um having when i say you give what made room for you i was doing videos for people Mm -hmm. and that's how you know i got some money you know while i was waiting so in that so one day i'm being productive i'm at my dad's house and i'm doing out job applications God told me, just change your LinkedIn title. So at first it was like, just like baseball host or whatever. Mm-hmm. I changed it to TV host. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't know. I'm just going to be obedient mm-hmm. again. Change it to TV host. Then I did, um, I said, Tavi, I need some makeup done. I need to do some headshots. I don't have nowhere to send these headshots, but I just want to post them on LinkedIn and we just going to mm-hmm. do what it do. 
did the headshots and stuff like that. Then I'm just doing applications, just my regular routine. At this point, I done put in a whole bunch of, I done lost count of how many applications I put in. But um, I see this company and, you know, it's, it says internships. So I'm like, okay, I'm just like reading it. Um, it's to host a show, a sports show, um, work on their social media, um, you know, produce content for the show. Uh, marketing, all that good stuff, and I'm I'm reading all the responsibilities and the duties. I'm like, this is perfect. This is what something I've been looking for. Not necessarily hard news, but still, you know, reporting about right. sports and stuff. Just entertainment. This is my. This is yes. Yeah. So in my mind, child, I'm like, okay, I'm apply to this internship, and it said, it said, uh, eleven to eleven to twenty hours a week, and it said no pay. So I'm like, okay, well. Um, at the time, I was already filling out stuff to do substitute teaching right. on the side. So I was like, oh, this be perfect, right? So I get the, uh, he calls me the next day, sets up an interview for that Friday. I go, immediately walked in. I'm like, oh, this this just looks so cool. Like, I just, it was just a presence I felt about it. And I was like, this, this, I'm going to work here. I, right. I know it. So we're in the interview and he's telling me about, you know, the show. We're looking at different clips of the show. I'm like, this is just oh, everything I'm looking for. Um, he's like, you know, we'll be right. You'll be writing, you know, for the the website, um, the the magazine that we have. So I'm getting my writing in good use because right. I love to write. And I'm getting my on air time in good use. So I love being on air, getting that producing experience, the content and all that marketing, social media and then he's like, yeah, you know, it was 40 hours a week and the pay. And I'm like, wait, what? And I was like, <laughs> wait, oh, skirt. I said it. I'm sorry. 40 hours want. a full time position. A salary. What? Oh, on the th he said you. Is that good? I'm like, yeah, I'm just confused because, you know, on the on Indeed, it said it was internship, 11 hours, no pay. <laughs> So I'm just confused. I, what's right. the truth? <laughs> he was right. like, "Oh no, that must have been a typo." And I, I was saying. like, "He said, oh no, that was a typo. I have to look into that because that's that's not supposed to be like that." And I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "Yeah, that that's perfectly fine." <laughs> I'll, ta look, I'll take uh, it. You, you know, I, I'll take it. Yeah, well, you know, and this is still the interview part. So I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I, I, he's like, "Yeah, no, it's no internship. No, this is this is legit. This." Is, tv and i'm the like real okay, thing baby. yeah and i'm like oh he was like yeah and so then he's like yeah so i'll get in be in touch with you whatever so i leave and i you know how you, you know you don't want to be cocky walking out somewhere but you're just like i, I got that but you know you gotta have that confidence i was like, like, I got that, that faith like, yeah yeah i got that so then during this is her her was irma the one that just passed no no Dorian? Dorian. Hurricane Dorian. Dorian. So that we when it was supposed to come. Um and, and it never did. But it, but um he called me during that week and he was like, Hey, you know, um, can I come get, um can you come in on Friday? Um just, you know, go over a few stuff. And I was like, sure. And so I was like, he's like, okay, see you Friday at ten AM. So I said, by any chance, I said, is this a second interview or, you know, he's like, oh, I just want to kind of go over some things with you. And that's all he said. So and I told my mom that and she was like, oh, girl, you got the job. You got <laughs> so I'm like, OK, well, I, I have to be 100 percent official Look, first before okay. I assume something. So I'm like, OK, so I go in the second time and, you know, he offers me the job. And um, I was like, I, it, it took a, I was trying to fight back tears because I'm. And I guess, I don't know, the look I had was just like, I was being nonchalant, but I, I really wasn't. I was like, 
in that moment, I really wasn't hearing what he said. All right. I heard was a yes. And, right. and in my head, I'm already thanking God. I'm like, God, mm-hmm. we really here. Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever wanted to start my career off in is in front of me. And I'm like, I'm thinking, why he talking? I'm thinking in my head about what I wrote in my Bible mm. two weeks after my birthday. And my birthday is May 7th. So two weeks after that, I wrote in my Bible everything I wanted in a job. Mm-hmm. And I put it in Habakkuk 2 and 2. And I'm like, it, it everything I wanted that I wrote down is what he's saying right mm-hmm. now. Hosting my the TV show. I'm going to be a TV show host. I'm going to be on TV. <laughs> what, what's the, I'm going to be um, on TV. Tell us about the actual job. Like uh-huh. the station. Oh yeah, so it's gonna be it's ITG next, okay? And it's a show they we highlight um high school athletes, um whether that's football, basketball, whatever sport. We highlight high school athletes, college athletes. Um, we even uh, one of the sponsors is YMCA, so we even do some um fitness um segments and things like that um interviews and a lot of interviews and i love interviewing people so i was like i get to interview people i get to meet someone new every day right you know versus telling you know sad stories you know in the news Um, i'm a a happy person so we we get to touch on those topics doing segments um i already have a lot of ideas in my head and um working their social media they're also have, um they have their own apparel line so going to be doing a little bit of modeling which is what i do mm-hmm. um on the side so all these things and i'm just like wow god this is everything i wanted you know sunday's off you know the show comes on sundays but having sunday i wrote that down i wanted sundays off i wanted you know a full-time job monday through friday um overtime like i wrote all this stuff down I put tv show hosts i put you know, um, having the freedom to wear my natural hair um, because that's a big issue in the news. It's getting better in the news right. industry, but it's still something that we still have to slowly overcome depending on the station and stuff. So having the freedom to wear my natural hair, to be myself, when, you know, um, all these things, like minor details that maybe people won't think about it, but I wrote those minor details down. You literally wrote the vision. Yeah. And, and we made, it, made plain. it plain. That's why I put it in Habakkuk too. And that's what's so important. <laughs> I'm like, from vision board so you can yeah, see the see vision that. to actually write because when you write down that vision now it's a plan and yeah. it's goals and yeah. you have something to work towards and you have something to you know really trust god for Absolutely. as long as and even if it aligns that, with his will as long of course, as it aligns yeah. with his will we can't just be doing what we want to do right if it aligns with god's will it's going to work okay um and, and speaking that you said vision board mm-hmm. i'm sorry go no ahead. go ahead i was gonna say speaking um speaking of vision board i put I had, well, you know, we've gone to Essence before mm-hmm. and I had a little pass and the pass said on air. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for something that said on air in the magazine. I just couldn't find it. So I remembered I had that pass. I was okay. This says on air and it just represents that I'm going to be on air on mm-hmm. somebody's show mm-hmm. this year. And I put it in the middle of the vision board. Mm-hmm. And here we are. It didn't happen when I wanted to. When I wanted to in January of 2019. When you wanted to. Right. But you weren't even prepared then. At all. Because you didn't have the discipline. Mm-mm. You um, you weren't obedient. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, and that's what I think people don't tell. Yeah. So it's always like, oh, I made a vision board and then boom, it, it happened. happened. No. But that's not no. true because even in everything that I've done, um, all of the successes that God has allowed me to, um, to have, each stage i had to become a different me i had to grow and and like i tell people now like people who i'll say like 
an ex that whatever like I'm not the same person that I was five years ago I'm not the same person I was a year ago I'm not even the same person that I was yesterday absolutely because every single so the the time that I had to step out on faith to quit my job I had to be obedient Mm -hmm. I had to get out there and put myself out there to so God could even show me that it was possible Mm -hmm. um and then even now being in the state stage that I am in I'm in now it like I had to do some inventory on me okay so you want God to do this and you know God is telling you that he's going to do this but how are you preparing yourself to be able to sustain once you get to that level so I had to even make a schedule for myself broke down that schedule on you know, my office hours when I'm sitting in front of my computer and really working on my business when I'm doing my homework or my classwork when I'm working on stuff just other things creative things that I you know wanted to do because it's like if I'm believing God to put me here but I'm not willing to sit down and do the work and mm. carve out a schedule even me getting back to um being healthy and working out like you want God to put you in this position but how are you gonna be looking in that position you know mm. and not even just the vanity aspect of it but are you going to be able to um, have the endurance yeah. you know to for those late nights early mornings mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like for I'm those long hours research. sitting on your feet yeah. for whatever like and then gaining the knowledge doing the work that's yeah. the doing the work part mm-hmm. when you want to go to sleep yeah, yeah. getting you up can, yeah you know I'm like I was like it was a struggle, like looking back at it, but everything was for a reason. You know, waking up at five in the morning to go to Macy's, leaving that job at two to be at the Yankees at uh five in the Tampa Tarpons. But even that, I look at. So the show I'm on that I, I start on Monday, y'all. You know, um, September thirtieth I start. Um, so it's a sports show, and it's all about sports, right? But if I never went to work for the Tampa Tarpons and Mm -hmm. the Yankees and I would not have that under my belt as sports you know right and um and so it being the host for that I wasn't on tv I was on the jumbotron right um so humble beginnings humble beginnings because that lined up humble beginnings that is my biggest I because so many people even for me they look at you know some of the things that I've done and I'm like whoa they think that it was like A to B and it wasn't like success overnight like no no, even like doing um (laughs) like when I got the great opportunity to work cream of nature I had to do some stuff before that even happened oh yeah like doing photo shoots uh photo shoots that I wasn't necessarily getting paid for yeah like the shoot that landed me my first gig with cream of nature was a shoot that myself um James high def pixel um, he was like, hey, I want to shoot um, PK, Pakila Riley. Um, and she's like a huge uh, stylist, hairstylist here in Jacksonville. And now she's like, like all over, like she's really made some things happen for herself and for the city, like put the city on. But um, we just did a shoot from that. I didn't get paid for that. Mm. You know, I, I did the makeup for her. It was like some stuff that he creative things that he had in his head that he wanted to do. I was there. I made myself there. I yeah. put myself in that in that position. Oh, yeah. And from there, the door was open for me to work with Criminator. I think about the first time that I um 
got a, an opportunity to work at Essence. Like I didn't just start working with Cream of Nature at Essence right, Festival right, right. and being a key makeup artist. No, like I remember the first time I went um, with Tracy from Beyond Barks the first year that she went and I did not have any job at all, mm. period. No job. I was just going there and I'm like, okay, well, something will happen. And right. because I put myself out there, I was like, I'm going to be at Essence. Someone reached out to me mm. driving. Wow. And that was the first time that I worked at Essence. And I actually worked for Shea Moisture that year. Wow. And so even that, stepping out on faith is and is even making sure that you're positioning yourself to be in those rooms and in those areas where things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I worked the first year, first time I ever worked Bronner Brothers, I worked with Danessa Myricks, a celebrity makeup artist. She has her own makeup line. But that first year, I did not get paid. Mm. And I had to pay travel Mm. my own hotel room mm. but not making I, no profit no profit <laughs> zero i had to pay for my wow. own food like nothing wow. but because i said yes to god yes god when i tell you i really didn't have to pay for my own hotel room because god put it on somebody hard who believed in me and believed in what i was doing because i believed in me and i said yes they believed in me and so they paid for my hotel room mm. but because I didn't at the time I didn't have the extra money to do that. And I was yeah. working in corporate America. Listen. But I said yes. Yeah. And that's, you know, you can't sit back either and just wait for th- for God to like give things to you. You yeah. have to put yourself out there. That's faith. Faith is, okay, God, I don't know. I I don't have anything booked, but you told me to be here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be here. Yeah. And because I'm here, guess what? God is like, you said yes yep. to my will. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to give you exceedingly and abundantly more Ooh. than you can ask. More. And yeah. that's what faith looks like sometimes. Faith is like, okay, you know, I put something on Instagram and it was like housing plans. And it was like mm. a blueprint for a house. My plan, which is like it. On that post, it was like, my plan is two oh, bedrooms, two baths or whatever, like that. a small little place. But then it had God's plan, which was like this huge mansion. Wow, and yeah. to me, like that just resonated so much because so often I'm not saying that you don't have plans. But the important thing is to make sure that your plans align with God's plans Absolutely. for you. And the only way that you can learn what God's plans are for you is to have a conversation. And not even you talking to God, but you listening. That's that's a key part. Because I look back and I'm like, if I would have accepted that job in West Virginia, I would have been so far away from family, stuck in a two-year contract that I could not get out of. The pay was, y'all. The pay was like McDonald's workers. Yeah, you would have made more money working at Target. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have made more money working at Macy's. Right, staying at Macy's. But if you would have said yes <laughs> to that, and you know, people say even with relationships, they're like right before God sends you the one. Yeah, that that con- counterfeit will come. Yeah, and it's like to me that is. You would have been settling. I would have been settling just so it because like, it would have looked good on yes. social media. Oh, Tara finally got a job in news. Okay, but I would have been so miserable. Girl. I would have been by myself. Like, they was only offering $300 for me to move to another state. Mm-hmm. And so, 
I would have been doing some. I would have just been suddenly doing hard news, knowing that's not what I wanted mm-hmm. to do, and um, and that's faith. That yeah. so you have so many layers of that faith walk, and mm-hmm. that's what people don't realize. It's layers. <laughs> it's like, like levels to, to it's it's levels to this thing, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you know you thinking that oh stepping out on faith is one is gonna look like this, mm-hmm. but if you would have said yes, I would have been miserable. You would and then. You would have been spending <laughs> so, so much of your time trying to make yourself look as if you weren't miserable. Yes. Because you had uh, already said, you know, yeah. oh, I got this job. Yeah. So now you're trying to live up. And that's another yeah. thing why you don't share stuff prematurely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then you start feeling feeling as if you have to live up to other to people's that standards. standards. Yep. And yep. it's like, and that's big for me because I desire excellence in all that I do yes. and not well because i mean that's what i put on me Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. i so that's why another reason why i'm like mom's the word about a lot of stuff until the kinks now some stuff you do have to just put it out there Mm -hmm. you know um but you still want to do it in excellence excellence absolutely um no matter what that excellence looks like on that level Yes, yes but yeah so often we don't realize that faith is also saying no yeah, because I'm gonna wait to see. Because well, yeah, it has something for better me. for me. Yeah, and I'm looking at it like now. I'm like, okay, back in Jacksonville, living at home, so I don't have to worry about rent right, right. now. Um, in a city where I lived and grew up, so I'm familiar. Okay, now it's, it's high school sports. I know all about the high schools right. here. You know, um, get meeting new people, getting you know to interview just people in their journey of. How they, you know, grow up in athletics and how that's developing them to the person that they are today. So it's just God work that thing out so I can save money. Um, I'm around family. I'm around friends. I can just, you know, it's just a great situation. I, I can be with my family. And that was one thing that was bothering me sometimes with Tampa. I was like, you know, I wish I could see my family a little bit more. Right. So, you know, now I can see them all the time now. And um, I'm there for my family. Um to help them through things so it's just it's it's awesome i just and i didn't want to do it again i didn't want to do it i was just got into like talking to someone so i was like dang i gotta leave everything my friends and my church my little boot thing now like you know and it's and like that's faith and that's faith it's People like don't oh understand. god was like i need you to go yeah you'll I find another church mm-hmm. I'll bless you with friends. And that's you won't be lonely. Sometimes <laughs> we, um, the fear of change mm. stops so many people oh, from that listen. next level. Like I've experienced listen. that before. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I know for me personally, not now. And I'm so thankful, but I have allowed God fear to strict, like solely debilitate yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not moving. I'm not doing nothing. I'm cause I'm, deathly afraid but then when you really start thinking about it you know and i tell people all the time you can't ask god to guide your steps he you have to be moving Mm. like you can't be stuck Mm. like now as you're because as you're moving as you're walking you're like okay you're asking god god direct my steps order my steps and then he'll be able to okay you i don't want you to go left i need you to go to go right but you have to be moving first Mm. but so often 
And we don't even realize how we allow the enemy in through different Mm -hmm. cracks, you know. And it's like we are so scared to even just move. And we're preventing ourselves from what God has for us on the other side. Mm -hmm. And it's happened to me. And it's like if you would have been scared of leaving your people. And and then let's just be honest. Right now, in this day and age, it's not like you got to have like a wagon or you on foot. You know, like planes, trains, automobiles. Mm -hmm. You can, you know be back and forth you can mm-hmm. communicate with people right, right. but even sometimes god wants to see how much you're going to obey yeah. him yeah. because a lot of people don't understand that but a, a lot of what's next and what we desire is on the other side of obedience mm-hmm. and faith yes, yes. that's so true yeah that's yeah so your that, faith that you're stepping out on faith looked totally yeah, different. It did, but it's beautiful though because just the common denominator from both my story and Tavia's is obedience. Mm-hmm. We we're obedient. That's it. That that that's really the key. You can't be sometimey. You can with God, and it's and my pastor Mike taught perfect example like Peter. Oh, was it who walked on water? <laughs> I think it was Peter. Mm. One of them walked on water. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> I'm with... It was Peter. It was Peter. Yeah. yeah, it was Peter. Okay. It wasn't Paul. Cool. It was Peter. It was Peter. Lord Jesus, help me. We we still learning these Let scriptures by something. heart. But I be knowing the, the... I know the just. Yeah, the common you know. stories. You but know? it was but Peter. When he told him to come on water, he did. But Peter got distracted. Mm-hmm. And he took his eyes off God and he started to sink. So we can ask God to come out on the water with him he'll do it but we got to stay focused on we, him and that's that that's focus. the key we we have to stay focused when we start moving towards jesus but we like we get distracted like some over here dingling some over here oh i got another opportunity over here and we like and we look we start to sink because mm-hmm. we lost focus off of god and so that's my advice when God calls you about that boat, out that city, out that situation, out that relationship, or whatever it may be that you got to step out on, keep your focus on God mm-hmm. because that's going to keep you headed to where he needs you to be. Can't get sidetracked. You can't. You can't. And even if you do, like, his grace, focus, yeah, his, his grace. Yeah, his grace. His grace is sufficient. Yes. Because even with, well, I mean, what child. happened with Peter, he yeah. started to, to he sink. Started and what did God do? At, like a focus father, on like me, a Peter. parent. You know, right. <laughs> well, focus. Hey, get back. What you doing? Yeah. And, and, and still, that's the God we serve. And that's what I think. And that's so, how I know he's real. And that's what's so important. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you get it, because we do, we're human first. Uh, and, I, and I say that constantly. And I'm only because I know for me, I put so much pressure on myself, mm-hmm. like so much, like everything has to be mm-hmm. perfect and go a certain way. And if it don't, so God really been dealing with me with like, you're human and my grace is sufficient for you. Yes. So whatever you lack, I'm right here. And, and and when you think about it and I had to, and it's so crazy because even having this conversation, like I really wasn't sure what direction this whole podcast is now going. In. I have no notes. And <laughs> it's, 
I just knew from the time that I started the podcast, mm-hmm. God said to do it. Yes. And I just wanted to be really authentic Absolutely. with who I am. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a minister. I just wanted to be very honest about where I am in life. So like I stated before, you know, I love Beyonce and I love Jay-Z and I love the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I, like my right now where I am in life, um, my spirituality has really taken me into um being obedient about certain things and being transparent about where I am because I go to so many of these like well I don't go to so many and we gonna have a whole conversation about that these women empowerment conferences and all of this stuff it's a whole nother conversation but um you (laughs) just so often you see and you hear people talking about oh, God did this and God did that. But what did you do Mm. as far as like, what work did you do? Mm -hmm. You know, like, how did you prepare yourself? How did you get out of that bad relationship? What did you do? Mm -hmm. How did, you know, when God sat you down or when God told you, no, not this season, I need you. Because we always talking about, talk about sowing seeds and we talk about the harvest, but no one talks about the fact that when you're harvesting something, it's work. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're hard, when you're going out and you're harvesting whatever you planted, even if you plant, you plant a lemon tree, you got to go and pick the the lemons. Like it's work, Mm -hmm. and no one really talks about that. So I just wanted to be very transparent and honest about what stepping out on faith really looks like because Mm -hmm. it's not okay. I quit my job and then. The next day I'm popping and I got all of these, you know, clients. <laughs> right. and no. no, I still had to. We had to. We got to work. Forward. Work yeah. and walk and be stretched. That's and, meeting God halfway, though. Yes. That's meeting him and halfway. And that's all that's, God really wants. This got to meet him halfway. Mm-hmm. Like, he, Just how bad yes. do you want it? Listen. How bad do you want it? How bad? So I had to get up out of my just bed and I was like, okay, I'm sorry, God. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I. This is me being obedient. Use me. And that's that's what God wants. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to be more honest and transparent about. Because have I had times where I'm like, okay, I've done my clients. So I don't have no other work to do. <laughs> like all my invoices are sent out. My emails are sent out. My text messages. I can just chill. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes God is like, yes, you need to rest. And I relish in those times. But other times it's like, are you resting because, because God told you to rest? Are you resting because you're being lazy? Because mm-hmm. there's other things that you could be doing. Right. That's why I wanted to talk about um, like financial literacy and making sure like, financially because how are you believing god to give you all of these things but you're not being a good steward over Mm -hmm. that in which he's already giving you Mm -hmm. you know or because i'm not gonna give you something more when you're not even doing good with what i've given you like that's not how this thing works Mm -hmm. so that's what i wanted to really talk about when it comes to stepping out on faith and even making the decision knowing when to say yes and knowing when to say no knowing when like you what did you do you sacrificed time Mm -hmm and fasted and prayed like you got by yourself Mm -hmm. and God and I do that often I didn't understand how important fasting was Mm -hmm. um until I stepped out on faith and Mm -hmm. it's like I'm going to God I'm willing to sacrifice whatever it may be and fasting is not always turning down your plate 
Like, right. Oh, yeah. I re- Absolutely. Like, yeah. that's not, sometimes it is fasting from mm-hmm. being social media. Because yeah. I, um, I, I consume that a lot. So mm-hmm. for me, anytime I fast, I that's number one. No mm-hmm. social media. Yeah. I might, you know, I might go on to like, you know, check my messages because I, I do run, you know, a, a blog. I do YouTube and different um projects where I have to like post for people and stuff. So I do check my email, you know, but all that scrolling all day like i cut that out and going into the rabbit hole that's what i call it. it's like a rabbit hole that you start going into Mm -hmm. but even for me like and when i when god the first time god was like okay well i said that i wanted to fast and god was like okay well let's fast social media i was like i can't do that like my business (laughs) is like what what but then like when i did it oh my god you feel so refreshed i tell you i feel i because I'd be on the shade room all the time. So it was like, oh, I feel so free from the drama. The drama, <laughs> the negativity. And then even you start, like I said, it like you start allowing from the cracks that you already have, mm-hmm. certain things start to seep in. And then yeah. that's when you get your doubt, your discouragement, you know, um, lack of focus and things of that nature that starts off small, but then can snowball into something really big that really takes you off of your game Mm -hmm. um but when I do have those moments now I'll remove myself from social media just if I feel like it's too draining and I'm not necessarily fasting I just need a break you just need a break yeah and which I think is so important um to do but I just so what are maybe your top two things that you would tell someone when it comes to stepping out on faith um for me my top two things I would fast um for me fasting helps me um and I really didn't know the importance of fasting until um my church um in Tampa International Harvest he really did a deep study on it I'm so thankful for that um because it you know it's not just stopping food so you can lose weight like that's that's not what it is Mm -hmm. so if you're going in with wrong intentions you need to reevaluate why Mm -hmm. you're fasting it's really to hear from clarity from God um in the beginning of the year, we do the 21 day fast, the Daniel fast. Um, and that really just sets the tone for the rest of the year. So fasting, I really do try to do fasting a lot, fasting and praying. That's, that's number one. And two, I think it just goes back to being obedient. I think when you pray, God does talk to you. And a lot of people ask me, well, how do you know you're hearing from God? There are so many different ways. It's that, so many ways. Um, you can hear from God. Um, a lot of times for me, um, I'm not a dreamer. Mm-hmm. I don't have dreams all the time. Mm-hmm. But that is one way God does speak to me with dreams. So fast, rewinding myself back, I really believe God really been told me I was going to be moving back to Jacksonville because of a dream that I had in January of this year. I had a dream that my three roommates, one left, then the other left a week later, and then I was by myself. And it was just like, what are you going to do? And I shrugged that dream off. Mm-hmm. But fast forward, it happened. Mm-hmm. My roommate left in March. And my other roommate left like a week after me. So it was kind of reversed. She was the last one to leave. Mm-hmm. But it, it happened. We all left. And we had known each other for like three years. And we've been roommates for that long. So in the beginning of the year, you wouldn't have told us. we If you would have told us we were leaving, we would not have believed you. Right. 
Um, but it's so crazy how we all left now and God has been blessing each and every last one of us for all that obedience. So there's a time and place for everything. Our time was just up, right? you know, um, in Tampa. So, um, it just really being, um, how you respond to that fasting and praying. Right. So one fast and pray two, being obedient to whatever that response is. It's, um, it may be to leave. It may be to stay. It, it may be whatever. But being obedient to whatever that response is um, and how we go about that, you know, right. and asking God, okay, now I'm go- I've decided to say yes. Now, God, I need you to help me get through um, to take the necessary steps and whatever that was he told you to do. I need your help to guide me to that, right. whatever that process may be. So I think those are my top two. Your top two? Mm-hmm. I think my top two um, is to, um, the first one definitely is to keep whatever, until God tells you, mm-hmm. keep whatever you and God discuss or whatever you hear from God to yourself. Yeah. Um, and so have that discernment to know. Discernment. That's my um, word for the year. Yeah. Oof. Having that discernment and, and praying and asking God for discernment mm-hmm. um, because he definitely will give you whatever you ask for as long as you believe. So I think um, that's my first one is keeping whatever it is to yourself until God tells you it's time. And then the second one would be allow yourself to be open to it being much better than you ever mm-hmm. thought it would be. Um, so often for me, I, because I'm a planner by nature, mm-hmm. uh, I want to be in control by nature, mm-hmm. but when I tell y'all in this journey, God has been like, Ooh, mm-mm, mm-hmm. no boo. And what I can say is the times where, and see some of my friends, they still can't understand how I'm so free with everything now because I'm very much like now I'm like you know whatever happens happens whatever I'm just gonna go or I'm just gonna do this or whatever whatever still because in the back of my head I know I'm doing this or I'm going there because God told me to but Mm -hmm. I'm not a planner like everything needs to be how you know so for some of my friends that I've been like I've been friends with for so long they are like who is this person and where she where has Mm -hmm. she been like but the times that I am like open to it being so much better, it far exceeds my wildest dreams. Absolutely. So I think that's my second, like being so open, open mm-hmm. to like, okay, even if God, cause God has told me some things and shown me some things and when it happened, I'm like, God, you ain't even showed me that it was going to be this big. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was um, I was to the point, I was just, I could just be the receptionist at the station. Like, <laughs> then I was, I was like, that's what I'm. Because, and, and that's what you, you have to have even that, though. Yeah, even, because yeah. I know I've I been in some situations where I'm like, shoot, I'll just be. I just mean an assistant makeup artist. Yeah. I, I just want to be in the place. I just need to be in the place. <laughs> but, then when you, but then when you in the place and God like, oh, like, no, it's don't I put remember, me in a box. I Goes remember that. the, when I um got the opportunity to do uh makeup for the Trayvon Martin documentary. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I legit was sitting on my sofa. My mom was um about to leave. I had sent her on a cruise for her birthday. Um, so this was in October. I, and I get a call 
and they're like hey can you I need you know we need a makeup artist last minute and I was just and I literally was like no like and I was like there's no way that I can be able to get myself up and ready and there within like 20 minutes mm-hmm. but that's another word stay ready so you don't ever have to get ready now mm-hmm. luckily luckily for me like my bag my makeup kit mm-hmm. was already packed okay like that was something okay. i learned like yeah. keep your stuff packed and ready at the door because you never know but i initially said no i didn't mm. even know what it was for wow. i was just like no because i'm not going to be able to get there now there are other makeup artists in the city why was why me i have no idea so but then i talked to my mom i was like girl if yo get get up and like she get your behind when up. i tell you baby got me all the way together hey. and i called them and i was like i can be there not knowing that when i got there it was for like a whole documentary a major documentary a story that i bet you was like y'all could have told me this in the text message listen ah! have been like you know whatever would have but i didn't know and and to me that was faith too it's Mm -hmm. like god like god is like you ask never know you never know so i think that's my my second thing and i think that's a big thing for me um that i had to learn just be open to it being way better than you even imagine Mm -hmm. like because even for you think about it you were content with an an unpaid internship, mm-hmm. ten to twenty hours, just so you could be, be in the building. in the building, and then was, you get yeah. there, hmm. and God blows your mind, blows like, your mind, and it's crazy because I accidentally sent the wrong resume. Well, I have two resumes. I had updated it because I was okay. I'm not in Tampa no more, so I need to update it and put Jacksonville. Girl, I had sent the Tampa one, but he still called me. He was like, "Are you in Tampa?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm in Jacksonville. That, that was the wrong one. My bad." Double check next time, Tyra, you know. Yeah. But hey. But look, your gift may room we'll for, you. for you. So I'm I'm happy that we were able to have this conversation. I yes. know when we um when just because I do I'm blessed and thankful to have a front row seat to your journey and your experiences because it encourages me as well. Mm-hmm. So when we, you know, just talking about it, it's something that I definitely wanted to discuss because I feel like it's other people who are in your position, other people that, you know, are in position that I was in as well. And like I said, I wasn't really sure the direction of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think God is still uh, slowly unveiling it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not want to let my let this go, like doing like doing the podcast, because Absolutely. like I said, I know that God told me to do this for a reason but you know I just you know we talked about religion and stuff Mm -hmm. like that I I don't know I still don't know and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna allow again I'm open I said yes I'm going to allow God to move and work through me how he um sees fit but I just wanted to have this conversation about stepping out on faith because I know you've had many questions um surrounding this basically Mm -hmm. since you're you know, this news and this next um, season of your life mm-hmm. has started. And I definitely get this question so often, um, especially when it's around anniversary time from when I quit my job. I remember maybe the week, I probably was a week or two weeks 
after I made the post on Facebook about quitting my job and full-time entrepreneurship as a makeup artist, someone else was hit with that same decision. Mm. They called me for advice and I was very honest and transparent um, about, you know, how I came to that state step and, you know, how I made the decision to quit my job and literally maybe like a week or so after we had the conversation, they um, quit their job as well. Wow. So it's important that we are transparent mm-hmm. and we share, um, like I've said before, and like I live by the things that we go through in life, they're not for us. Mm-hmm. Um, they're for others. They are for the people that are assigned yeah. to us, who, yes. whomever they may be. Yes. And most times, all of the time, well, I won't say all the time, most times, some people are not even going to step foot in a church. Mm-hmm. They are not going to listen to certain mm-hmm. pastors or preachers yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They do not care about religion they or any care. of any of that. They want to be, so, you know, they best at Baptist. Right. You know? And and hey, yeah. you like it, I love it. But sometimes we are the Bible that yeah. most people will ever get mm-hmm. an opportunity to. God will use us as vessels. And I was just telling my mom about that. Like I'm constantly praying how I can coexist in a media environment mm-hmm. but also stay true to who you are who i am and the calling that god has put over my life and some people that's why i'm always like really trying to be transparent i have the blog because um you you might not be a church person mm-hmm. and go to a church but they can see the life that you're living and how god is working through you they may be inspired exactly and so who you know the bible says we are we are in the world but we're not of the world so for me i'm a huge media junkie so i'm constantly praying god use me in this media Mm -hmm. department it's you know it's very rare that we talk they talk about you know christ and they you know the lord and so i'm always like okay but i can be the exception Mm -hmm. you know i can i can be that person you know um so i think that's awesome you know you don't have to i tell people all the time you don't have to like be a bible scholar to want to dive deep into the lord you know mm-hmm. and i think all that just comes with it not naturally you know like me i'm not where i was two years ago like i'm my relationship with christ has to and i've been in church all my, i grew up in church right. like my parents i didn't have a say whether mm-hmm. i could go to church or not like i had to go but as i got older and in the relationship started to develop now i want to know more i yearn for more so that just comes with time it comes, it comes with, time. with it and it comes and when you think about it, it's just like any relationship that you have Absolutely. with like a friendship, a romantic relationship, whatever. It's like initially it's surface. And then as time goes, you want to get deeper. And I know that's where I am now. Like I've always had a I've had I don't necessarily want to say church hurt, but I learned very early on that that religion thing, I'm a rebel by nature. So that religion thing was not going to work for me for Mm -hmm. too long. And then for me is very important for me because again, I'm, um, spirit driven. So it's so important for me to be in rooms with people where I know it's authentic and it's genuine. And if, if I'm in a church and I don't feel that it's genuine or, you know, I gotta go. I, just being honest, like I can't, I've probably received more authenticity about Christ and spirituality from people who don't, mm-hmm. they're not in a church. Mm-hmm. They're not beating the church down. And everyone is not like that. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. in the church. Right, right. Um, But I think with social media now and just where, overall we are in the world Mm -hmm. everyone is not 
like running into a church. Mm -hmm. So, and just like you said, for me, it's it's so important that like, I'm going to take my spirituality everywhere that I go. Mm -hmm. But I also know that God is going to put me in certain rooms where it's not, you know, no, it's no pastors and preachers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And even outside of that, we have to realize that they are human as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm thankful for you oh, for coming you. on again Absolutely. and having this conversation. It's always and sharing a fun time. We got the way me and Tavia talk. We gonna have a podcast every single day. We honestly <laughs> could, and we we talk, especially like after the gym. We the talk, gym and she be t- like, "That's a podcast." Yeah, that's a podcast, <laughs> that's a podcast episode. episode. But um, tell tell them mm-hmm. um where they can find you um where you're gonna be on tv screen yes um so you, you can see the show itg itg as in girl next and the show comes on sundays at four on channel four wjct so that's pretty cool um you can find me on instagram tyra walks that's t-y-r-a-h w-a-l-k-s that's tyra walks and that's my instagram my twitter is tyra walks media and um yeah all right my website tyra walker.com sorry <laughs> tyra walker.com and um, the book bouncing back to me on amazon yes 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 mm-hmm. well as always of course you know if you need to get your fab face make sure you are get that following face me. yes <laughs> on instagram that's fabulous faces um fabulous faces makeup.com to book if you want to be a guest on the show or if you have any show ideas make sure you email me the divas den with tavia at gmail.com and of course i'm going to leave us with a quote um and this is from martin luther king jr faith mm-hmm. is taking the first step Step, even when you don't see the whole staircase mm-hmm. thank you for taking staircase. the time listen thank you all for listening i appreciate um I, I appreciate you all on this journey um we're still figuring this thing out but i'm so thankful for you all and thank you again tyra for stepping into the diva's den you're welcome (laughs) as always you all stay fabulous stay fabulous